So around the streets of New York City on the September 17th, in fossil fuels rally taking place in conjunction with the United Nations Climate Summit, and we grab a few people on the street. Uh, so I'm Santosh Nandabala, and I'm a community organizer for Food and Water Watch. Um, here because we are in a climate emergency. I think everyone gets it. We've got major wildfires. We've got massive natural disasters that are now becoming the norm. Um, and it's unacceptable. The political status quo has gotten us here. We need real leadership from President Biden to call in a climate emergency. We need to get off fossil fuels. We've been saying this for years now. Uh, the science is clear. The political action needs to follow. So we're out here to join the streets, demand that this gets done, and make sure we tackle the climate crisis. Well, well, you say everybody's getting it at this point, that climate is a crisis. Are our elected officials getting it, however? You know, at the local level, some of them are. We've made some, some strides here, but ultimately we need our president to step up. Right now, he's been expanding fossil fuel infrastructure at a rate even greater than Donald Trump did years back. So that's totally unacceptable. Um, and we worked really hard to make sure that he was the one that would be our president. Um, he needs to step up now and, and give us back what we need. Thank you, Santa. Pendergrass Religious Action Center for Reform Judaism. We're here today because uh, we are in the state of a climate emergency and we want to raise people's attention to how serious these problems are so that we can motivate our elected officials to do more about it. Is there anything in particular you'd like to see, either the president or United Nations or anybody? What action would you like? I'd like to see a tax on uh, fossil fuel usage and that money used to support transition to renewable energy alternatives. Thank you very much, Barry. Hi, my name is Eileen Ryan. I live in Watertown, Massachusetts, and I'm the volunteer leader of Beyond Plastics Greater Boston. The reason I came down here is to teach everyone, including all the climate activists, about the connection between plastics and the fossil fuel industry. I hope everybody's going to have a lot of fun today, and I hope people will learn a lot. Thank you. So I understand that some people say that uh, plastics is the, is the new coal. Why is that? Uh, the fossil fuel emissions from fossil fuels are huge. If uh, plastics were a country, it would be the fifth largest em emitter of greenhouse gases. I am Michael Richardson, and I am here in New York City today, actually with two organizations. I'm going to start the march off with the elders group uh, with Third Act, and then I'm going to make my way down the line to the faith group with Green Faith. And we're here today to draw attention to the urgent need to put an end to the era of fossil fuels. And is there anything you'd particularly like to see, you know, President Biden and the United Nations do? Well, the uh, United Nations, I actually have to say, I think is doing much of what they can do. Uh, Secretary General Guterres has uh, given the clarion call that we need to do everything everywhere all at once. And let's add the word immediately to that. And that gets over to the federal government here in the United States, uh, which the executive branch can take some actions while the legislative branch uh, is uh, uh, playing fiddle while uh, Canada burns, so to speak. And uh, those things are executive orders. And let's start with number one, no more excavation of fossil fuels on federal lands. Now, you were one of the main organizers of the buses in the Capital District. How did that end up uh, playing out? Like, how many people were coming down from the Capital District? Well, we started out organizing three buses. We actually picked up a fourth bus out of Catskill. So we had a bus come from Schenectady with a lot of students from Union College on it. We had two buses coming out of Albany, 
Uh, they were mostly full. These are 56 passenger buses. And then the bus that came out of Catskill stopped at Bard College and picked up 40 students and brought them down. Thank you very much, Michael. Hey, so I'm Nick Smith. I'm with Greenpeace USA's Clean Up Bitcoin campaign. Um, and we're here today to raise awareness about uh, Bitcoin's pollution. Uh, it's a growing climate problem that most people are concerned about the climate crisis aren't really aware of. Uh, Bitcoin consumes as much electricity as entire countries. And the result of that is a growing pollution problem. Um, ever since China banned cryptocurrency in 2021, uh, Bitcoin mining has moved to the U.S. So it's a growing problem in the U.S. Um, so, yeah, we're here to, to raise awareness of it. This piece um, is kind of a visual representation of Bitcoin's pollution problem. Bitcoin has become a fossil fuel lifeline because it consumes so much electricity. Um, it's actually resulting in fossil fuel plants that were closed down coming back to life. Um, to meet Bitcoin's incredible electricity demand. So ultimately what we're trying to do is change Bitcoin's code, basically the way that it works, to a more energy efficient code system. That's something that the second most popular cryptocurrency, Ethereum, did last year, reducing its energy usage by 99.95%. So we're trying to get Bitcoin, Bitcoin to do the same thing. And uh, we're trying to put pressure on the big corporations, the big financial companies that are ultimately accelerating the growth and mainstreamification of Bitcoin. So companies like BlackRock, Chase, uh, Visa, they are uh, investing in Bitcoin mining. They're offering Bitcoin services to their customers. Um, and so we're trying to get them to acknowledge this problem uh, because all these companies have climate pledges. Um, and so we're trying to hold them accountable. So if people want more information about the Bitcoin campaign, get a website. Yeah, cleanupbitcoin.com. My name is Coronda Corley. I am a parent leader and leader with Step Up Louisiana, um, which is located in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and Jefferson Parish. Um, we're an organization that fight for good schools, good jobs, and we are a state that is more than 80% rural. So climate justice is impacting and affecting the state of Louisiana in a um, disproportionate rate. It is causing erosion to our land. We also continue to have explosions from petrochemical plants um, where it's impacting and affecting our water and our soil. And it is causing genetic mutation in our people that are being born as well as rare cancers. And I understand you have Cancer Alley down there in Louisiana. We do. Our Cancer Alley is enormous. Um, when you look at the different areas that are being impacted and affected by Cancer Alley, you are having some areas that are um, having people have 100% rates for cancer. Thank you very much. It's uh, Pete Sikora here with New York Communities for Change, and Biden keeps approving new oil and gas projects, so that's why we're marching today. And what would you like to see different from the Biden administration? He should stop approving new oil and gas projects and maximize good jobs for communities of color. Thank you, Pete. Yeah, hi. My name is John Amidon. I'm with Veterans for Peace. I'm in New York City at the Climate March today. I'm here because I want the children of the world to have a future. And... If we don't stop burning fossil fuels, if we don't stop putting all of our money into the military and um, exporting arms all over the world and destroying the environment, uh, none of us are going to have a future. It's already very clear that climate collapse is here. We've seen the smoke from the Canadian wildfires. We've seen the devastation of the hurricanes. The heat wave in Phoenix has been killing people, a few hundred there. The floods in Libya presumably killed about 20,000 people. It's here. It's now. We have to do something. Uh, it is a desperate situation for all of us, whether 
uh, many people fully realize that or not. I'm Lena Hinkle um, with 350 NYC. So the reason we're marching is because we've, you know, basically had enough. And it's a great opportunity with the Climate Ambition Summit try to get some attention. Remember, at the People's Climate March, that was really a turning point when we had 400,000 people, I think it was, followed on the heels of Hurricane Sandy. So that was a head turner for Schumer and a bunch of electives. They, you know, finally, like, said, wait a minute, you know. Just like we better pay attention because these are our constituents. So we've been haven't been out on the streets in this kind of way since before the pandemic, and been wanting to do something big again. I don't know what the numbers were today, but I think it was a lot bigger than they, you know, were able to calculate. Well, what are some of the things you'd like to see, say, Biden do different? Well, the whole fossil fuel industry business model is going to doom us all. You know, they have known for over 50 years what, you know, they were doing, what would what would come. And, you know, here they are, record, you know, profits and also record high emissions. You know, they're not going to stop until we demand it. And it's, it's clear. You know, they spend all this money on a major misinformation campaign, now greenwashing. So after after knowing, you know, Exactly what they were doing, documents have revealed, you know, that they, even Edward Teller in 1959, you know, warned them of what emissions do to the climate. And so they just continued burning and burning, and now they continue exploring. They're even still continuing to explore for more, you know, knowing it's, it's criminal what they're doing to the planet. And they should be held accountable. You know, thank God, you know, I just saw today California suing. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.